0: Be the right club, be the right club today mean yes. that's better than most How about him? That is better than most Better than most Expect anything
1: Big Randy, can you hear me? We are live from the Kill House, except neither of us are in the Kill House tonight. Big Randy, uh, Sali here. How are you, buddy?
0: Great. I can hear you loud and clear. It's a uh, true delight to be on with you this evening. I hope everything is
1: going right with the technical stuff. I don't normally do this. Uh, please let me know in the comments if uh, this is not working out right. Uh, shout out to our friends at Smathers and Branson. Randy, how, how on point would you say your needlepoint game is?
0: Oh, gosh. My own personal needlepoint game is not on point, so that's why I need somebody like Smathers and Branson to mm. uh, to supply me with, with good needlepoint.
1: Father's Day is coming up. There's one company that's known to be a huge hit on Father's Day. That's Smathers and Branson. These guys, they're in pro shops all over the country. You've probably seen their products. Even if you don't know it by name, uh, they've expanded greatly. They started with the traditional needlepoint belt and now includes a huge line of accessories, home goods, golf accessories, Christmas stockings, and they got brand new loafers. Uh, and they offer a lot more than just your club's course, map, or logo. They've got a 100, all these licensed lines, 115 colleges and universities. Did you get a Reds belt, by the way? Because they have no, Cincinnati Reds belt.
0: No, I missed that one. I got like a skiing, a skiing theme belt. I figured, you know, being out here next to the mountains, I got to get one of those. Uh, but no, I, that was a big miss on my part.
1: MLB, NFL, NHL, limited edition championship collections for, the, for those leagues. Grateful Dead, Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, Formula One. They got all kinds of awesome needlepoint options. So go to smathersandbranson.com. It is spelled like it sounds Smathers, S M A T H E R S, and Branson, B R A N S O N.com. View their entire offering today. Shop today, get 15% off your order plus free shipping with the code NLU15. All right, big guy. Uh gosh, I wanted to start with Phil. I wanted to just go right into that. Uh, but I we have to start with Eric Van Roy right. Finally oh my gosh, finally some the, action.
0: The moment of the week. What a what an outburst that was. What and there uh, was,
1: there's three groups left behind them.
0: I, 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 for a second, I was like, Oh, I think
1: he, after he made the first swing at it, he realized, Hey, there's no one else behind. I got to make sure I get this T marker obliterated. I've never seen someone go back to make their outburst eat just a little bit worse.
0: That's what I assumed that he was the last group. So I had to go check the leaderboard and I was thrilled to see that there were, uh, there was at least one group behind them, if not two. So that, that brought a smile to my face. Um, I looking back on the video though, you can kind of see somebody in the background is like kind of dodging something. Um, kind of kind of lucky there between the person in the background and Matt Wallace's caddy, nobody got hit. That was that was something. I'm I'm sure he's going to be hearing from some of the powers that be about that. Who finds for that? Is that the
1: PGA Tour or is that the PGA of America? Like I don't know how that happens. I
0: yeah, that's a great question. I I don't know. I would think you know the maybe the. Tour handles it on behalf of the PGA of America, but that's that's an interesting question. If anybody listening happens to know, we would take that answer.
1: Um, I would like to start the show, um, I guess other than what we just started with, by officially apologizing oh. because um, you know, I could have waited until Sunday for this, but I think less people will probably listen to this episode than the Sunday one. So uh you picked Phil to finish in the top 40, uh, which has not been done yet. That's not it's not a, a guarantee. Uh, no, but I laughed. I I giggled uh I was not shy about it I made sure that everyone heard that I giggled when you made that pick and I'd like to formally apologize for that because Phil Philip Alfred Mickelson is leading the PGA Championship after 36 holes
0: I mean what a world uh that first of all it's big of you I absolutely accept your apology that's that's very kind um you know I wish I could say I had insight that I knew that this was coming but of course it's just a hard pick I love rooting for him and uh Yeah, I'm gonna ride with him no matter what. You you know that I'm glad he got in the final group going into tomorrow. I I feel like that's gonna have his mac. Not you know he was gonna be focused anyway, but I just feel like he he rises to the occasion. That spotlight of the final group, uh, hopefully, will bring the best out of him. I feel like this is just you know. I'm on this ride as long as it lasts. It feels like borrowed time a little bit. I I wouldn't have been shocked had he shot 75 today. I I said that yesterday in our recap pod. Uh, So come what may this weekend. It's been a a hell of a first two days. Well, go ahead.
1: A a couple comments rolling in. If you could add a little gain to your microphone, maybe just because I'm out just gaining, gaining the hell out of you right now. But if I may say about Phil, he... Is it, it? It's not the. You know, we talked a lot about sustainability models last night. Corey Connors did not have a sustainable model, and listen, he, he he regressed a little bit today. But Phil is gaining in in on both days, round one and round two, gained off the tee, approach around the green, and putting. All four categories, he gained strokes. Like it's a pretty complete performance. It's not like. He's you know got some. He's got to come back to earth with the driver. Which actually, now that I say that out loud, he's number one in strokes getting off the tee. That is where it's going to go wrong if it if it's going to go wrong. But gosh, I did not have this. Uh, you know this this venue being the fill venue.
0: No, you know I. Hopefully, my gain. I, I turned it up a little.
1: Hopefully, yeah, that, you sound uh, better. And okay. hopefully, I'm not too loud. My Max uh, Meltzer said my strokes gain microphone is through the roof. So hey, we're figuring this out, man. Yeah. Um,
0: no, you know, I, I, I said yesterday, it felt like I, I'm, I'll repeat myself a little bit. That back 90 together yesterday was an exceptional nine holes of golf. I thought, and I don't know, you could just kind of see the different parts of his game clicking. Uh, he's never got, going to hit every fairway, every green, but when he starts scrambling, he's, he's making some putts that he has to. That's a great sign. Uh, today, I felt like even though he shot 38, which on on the back, his front nine, uh, the the back nine of the course, you know, kind of just some missed putts on 17, 18, he, he wasn't really getting himself in huge trouble, and um, obviously had the 31. Then on the front, it it, it doesn't feel like he's it, it like you said. It it just feels pretty solid right now. I, I think the thing I worry most about is just a big miss with his driver and a double or triple coming into play at some point uh he's he's avoided any double bogeys thus far which has been great so we'll see uh you know I never thought he'd win a British Open and then Muirfield happened so you know maybe he can win one at Kiowa who knows it, it, it wouldn't be
1: an indictment of any kind if he doesn't win, right? D- uh, tying for the lead after 36 holes is not <laughs> a great predictor that you're going to win. You know, Louis Tazen the, the models give him a 19% chance of winning as of right now. And he's hitting it about as good as anyone on the planet. Speaking of which, should we be more upset that Louis doesn't ever win? And, you know, I know he's won a major, but like... No one ever picks him for these things. No one ever. He's never like tip of the tongue going into it. I, I don't. I never heard. I did not hear one person say like, "Oh, look out for Louis Ustazen this week." Yet he does this all the time. Yet he doesn't win. I know he has the one, but it's. Are you? Do you feel threatened at all by Louis Oosthuizen?
0: Uh No, I mean, what what do you think? I. It's just like we've seen this before. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. He, he doesn't he looks good. <laughs> so I mean, he good. looks good, but that's the thing about Louis is when he's on, he looks so good. Um, but he's got he's got some Sunday issues. I don't know. Are, are do you think this could be his week?
1: This one makes more sense to me. I don't know exactly why, just because it does seem to be a um. It, it doesn't seem like anybody's going to really go out and get something. Like it's just a dig your claws in and keep holding as long as you can. And I actually like his chances. He bogeyed eighteen today, but if not, he would have closed with six straight pars, which nobody was doing. Absolutely nobody in the field was parring or playing the last six holes in even par better and had an opportunity to miss that putt um, to, you know, fall back to minus five, but uh gosh, I don't know. It felt like a guy that was ready to, I don't know. It would make sense, right? No one, even after Friday of the masters, we weren't like, all right, yeah, Hideki's going to win this thing, but it made a lot of sense. Right. And this one just kind of, it's adding up for me. I'm not saying he would be my pick if, going forward. As of right now, if I could change my pick, uh it would be for for Louis Tazin so
0: wow uh, over over a guy like kepka there at, at you know one shot back at four under that's surprising to me yeah you know
1: listen i i like to be wrong about things so that's where i'm going with
0: uh. what well, and 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 speaking of you know nobody picked him kind of uh, a little bit of lack of respect is is Matsuyama right like has a reigning masters winner ever gotten less buzz or less respect in the next major after they've won and you know here he is after 68 what do you think of his chances
1: i mean again he hasn't made a putt uh which is just remarkable he's negative strokes gain <laughs> or he just barely snuck over as i as i'd updated he's he's struck over to barely be about average in strokes gain putting but number two strokes gained t to green so hitting the shit out of the ball uh, a couple of announcers seemed like for the first time they 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 were seeing him take pull the hand off the club for the first time and not realize that, that means he actually hit a good shot uh bogey on 18 but 18 was essentially a, a par five today um so yeah, I mean gosh, it's a it's an interesting leaderboard. Anything can happen, so it begs the question. How far back is too far back? Oh
0: my gosh, now we're now we're playing my favorite game. Uh and the game just gets better as as the tournament progresses. Um we're bunched. I think I think you made some really good points last night in our recap pod that you know, it's there aren't huge risk reward I uh let me think how to say this. I don't think guys can get out there and shoot a 64 like they could at Augusta, maybe, right? Like if everything goes well uh, and you just go on a heater. So although a lot of guys are, you know, within seven, eight shots of the lead, like realistically, I, you know, I, it's hard for me to believe that anybody over par um, has a good chance. I, I won't say that they have no chance, but I, I wouldn't go any further than plus one. Plus one's where I'm at. Morikawa,
1: yeah. I would not count out at plus one. Like, if, if somebody is going to go shoot 65 from that group, he would be it. Um, I think there's still guys that, you know, in, in the plus two range that can easily backdoor the top 10. Sure. <laughs> Rory. Rory. Um, <laughs> He's plus three, but because I, I lost track of how many bogeys he made down the stretch since I'd. So wisely pointed out as he's entering the hardest stretch on the golf course. So wisely pointed out, Hey, he's got a great round going on. He's really playing some really good golf. Why tweet? Why ever tweet? Um, So yeah, where are we at with Rory then? I guess uh, it it was, it was frustrating because he got so little out of even a great front nine, how he hit it and to finish the way he did. I know those are some very, very, very difficult holes, but uh, I'm just feeling a little, I'm, I'm a little perturbed if you will
0: yeah I mean, in this kind of the same, I feel like it's the same conversation we have every major. um I was even trying to talk myself in to maybe he's you know, maybe he's rising from the dead. Uh, it just I don't know his his ability to make a score i there's just something missing there, and I'm not smart enough to like pinpoint in words what exactly it is, but Like, I think at this point it's obvious, you know, it just, it it just, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's just not good enough. Um, You know, it's really
1: frustrating. He's played the par fives and three over par. He's actually played the par fours two under, which has got to be up there. you know, the par, none of the par fours are really playing easy and he's actually managed to play them under par Uh, that that's, what's just got to be maddening for him. He's minus one in strokes gained uh putting for the week and he said it good but not great you know he's made enough mistakes that i wouldn't say he it's not it's not going to be his week but he'll finish t8 we know that
0: yeah this game's just not tight right it's just you don't you don't expect him to go out and win it right now uh or at least i don't so i think whether it's the par five scoring or whether it'd be something else like something is is just cropping up right now for him What uh,
1: so? someone uh, is reporting, Tony Darby's reporting that Brooks is on the range, um, which is means he's out because if Brooks is actually, you know, I don't I don't know what to how to interpret it. If Brooks is going to you know, actually try in these things, can you explain (laughs) and I'll try to do the best I can. What is your relationship with Brooks? I get a lot of tweets are like, why do you guys hate Brooks? What is what's what's your take on Brooks? Blah, blah, blah. Explain it. And I think we should just get it all out there. I know we've done this like 20 times, but let's do it again.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say we all kind of maybe think a little bit differently of him, which is great, right? Uh I I like the guy. I, I think he's I I you know, f- God, four majors. Um I don't know. He seems to me like somebody who always shows up in, in big moments and the bigger the moment the the better his game becomes
1: like it's scary like he has to he can have no form coming in and he just rise in the tournaments that every single player every golfer in the world wants to rise on he's the only one in this era that gets better almost every single time for one of these things
0: yeah yeah so you know some of the it's easier you know, take shots at him with, with the, yeah, I don't practice. It's still meaning to me. Uh, And that's just fun. But I I have absolutely nothing against the guy. I love when he's in contention. I mean, God, in two days, he could have his fifth major, which is (laughs) wild. I mean, that puts him in the headiest of, of heady territory, really. Uh, So I, I, I like it. I think golf's better when, when he's around and competing in majors. I was
1: thinking about this was like, I was, I was going to get way ahead of myself as I'm want to do, uh, and say, if he wins, that would be five. And that would be tied for tied with Phil for second most among active golfers. And I started thinking about it. It was like, might be tied for first. Like, I don't know if we're going <laughs> to see Tiger Woods play golf again. I mean, I would think we yeah. will, but I don't know if we will like, holy shit, before he turns, you know, I, I don't remember how old Brooks is like, he's that is, 31. I'm he's looking 31. at one. which
0: is wild. You know, Phil having five, he didn't get his fifth. I believe the British was in his 40s, wasn't it? 2013,
1: that would have definitely been
0: 40s, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brooks has (laughs) a ton of years left. I think the thing about Brooks is, you know, this would be his third PGA, and he's won two U.S. Opens. And there's something about, you know, those guys that don't win a Masters. um, I don't know. They, They just maybe don't get as much... Recognition or it doesn't quite seem the same if if you don't have a master's amongst that major collection. Um, but it's interesting. So there's a lot I love about Brooks.
1: Uh I have a great appreciation for his golf ability, of course. His I, I enjoy watching greatness in golf and watching it means something when he's in contention, like going from four majors to five majors, and when he went from three to four, like that meant something. Like we were watching the defining major championship golfer of our, of our era, really the post tiger era. I mean, Rory was that guy, but I mean, it's been seven years now. And what I really appreciate about, appreciate about Brooks is he will say things like, no, there's not a rivalry between me and Rory. He hasn't won one in five years, which he said two (laughs) years ago, like he will say like tangible things. Like he's one of the best interviews in golf. He's not super interesting, but he's one of the, you know, he's not going to give you like a great, crazy detailed answer, but he will give you the sound bite you're looking for in terms Mm -hmm. of like, it's usually kind of caked in bravado and you know, this, this image he wants to promote of himself being this athlete. So like, I, I like that for content sake, but like, I can't really, I don't really relate to Brooks. I don't find him to be like personal. You know, I, I don't feel like I root for him personally as a, as a person whereas i i feel like i do that with speeth and rory and some other guys that are very obvious that we root for i don't really know exactly why he just kind of puts well, me off in that way
0: i i think you know i think you were dancing around it right there i i think speeth and rory and and some of the other guys they just they they give you more windows into what they're thinking and and i think they they are not that brooks isn't thoughtful but but those guys will talk and and be earnest and candid and a little bit vulnerable and I don't think we get that as much from Brooks maybe I, I feel like he's got that little bit of that wall and and that like you said the bravado and and some of that um but but I I, I would agree with you I, I feel the same way where you know listening to a Spieth talk it's like oh my god I'm, I'm like inside this guy's mind he's he's laying it out so great for me and Kepka's just a little different
1: I, I wanted him to, obviously, for many reasons, want him to get paired with Bryson tomorrow. It's not happening. Hoping it for Sunday. But, I, and, you know, if Bryson is, even gets close to this thing, I need Brooks to come out in the Bryson hat. Like, that would be the absolute <laughs> troll. I, I'm so upset that this, like, Bryson-Brooks thing has kind of almost died off without any conclusion to it, right? I mean, right. If this thing goes back. Like, back to the slow play thing. Brooks called him out for slow play, then confronted him on the range about it. Bryson got all butt hurt during quarantine and was saying stuff like, "Yeah, Brooks doesn't have abs." You know, Brooks throws it back at him and, and you know, sends him the picture of the four major championship trophies. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. I'm too short of a six pack." <laughs> then he called, then he accuses of him being on steroids after he won the Detroit and the three um, the Rocket Mortgage. Like there was some actual stuff going on there, and it just died off because they never paired them together. Nobody ever asks them about it. But uh, gosh, it doesn't quite look like it's going to happen. But uh, we got Maybe. some speeds. Some, yeah. Well, we'll see speed JT. Uh, we got to talk some Bryson as well. Before we do that, I want to give a shout out to our friends at whoop, uh, whoop. If you don't know what it is, fitness wearable that tracks your sleep, your body strain, you know, you see all the PGA tour players using it. It is, it's not just for professional athletes. I get that a lot from people that say, you know, why do I need this thing? I don't need to t- you know, I don't need to know when I'm hungover and all that. It actually gives you like really good data on what your body is up to a big thing for me was like, hey, hey, I know you're a big ice cream guy, Randy. Ice cream You bed, and I, we have an ice yeah. cream alliance. The sugar before bed turns out not good. It really is not good for my heart overnight. I don't get the rest I need. You I, need hope your- not,
0: I hope you're not backing out of the alliance.
1: I'm still in the alliance, only on special trips where I've just on the committed. Road. To- yeah, yeah but road. I'm committed to being exhausted the whole trip. Like, sure. We'll do that ice cream the whole time. But when I'm home and actually trying to take care of myself. Uh, you know, You need the good rest. You need the good sleep. And you want to know when your body's ready to take on some strain, and if you, it'll tell you, "Hey, I'm well rested today." Like, go be physical. Then you feel like a real big piece of shit when you don't actually go do it. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Whoop.com. You can use promo code NoLayingUp at checkout to get 15 percent off uh, a great, great product that we're very passionate about. Um, all right, so we got a lot of comments have flown in here about JT. Mm. Um missing the cut here, saying he's a you know, do we have to talk about the fact that he's only one who where where hold on I'm gonna find this question we got, which said uh John 2134677. Should JT start taking heat? He's only won three full field defense.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Um yeah, I mean it's getting harder and harder to ignore. I I don't know. It just depends, right? It it depends who you're comparing him against and and what your expectations are for him. Uh, 14 PGA Tour wins, one major. That's a hell of a career. He's, of course, going to win a lot more, at least regular events, before he's all finished. Um, But yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about a guy like Kepka who's going for his fifth major. And, you know, he's in that peer group with JT. I, I think more than anything... Is I get the sense like JT just doesn't have that many close calls in majors. It feels like I got to check his actual record, but to me it feels like he's just not he's not giving himself that many opportunities to to win them. I I don't know. Is
1: that unfair? What do you think? No, not at all. I you know I don't feel bad at all saying we were all disappointed with his major record because we I asked about on the podcast two years ago. Like you know, hey, I think it was something along the lines of if I'm calculating right, you have the win. But you're, you're top 10 at about a 15% clip in majors, whereas regular tour events, you're top 10 about 30%. Like, is that fair to say that you're not pleased with your major record? He was adamant, like, of course I'm not pleased with it. Like, I have not played great when the lights have been the brightest. Uh, and, you know, someone in the comments pointed out also just saying, like, hey, the, the PGA championship you won was on a PGA tour golf course at Quail Hollow, uh, which is, yeah, was, yeah a, a, a really decent point. I think there is obviously a skill to showing up at a golf course that you only see Augusta being the, you know, the, the exception of course, you only see it maybe every five years at the most pebble be an exception to that as well. But the, you know, Kiowa, you got to go learn a new golf course. The, the pros abilities to learn new golf courses always amazes me. Like just having a game that truly travels to different grass types, different fairway lengths, different, you know, winds and all that stuff. And he's not displayed that. And, You know, it it just seems like when majors roll around, like I I said, Brooks is the only one that like, like if the data golf had a course fit tool for majors, Brooks would be the only guy that like goes up. Louis and I shouldn't say the only guy, Louis would be on that too. Like when majors come around, when golf gets harder, Louis gets better. And guys like Rory and you know, Speed's probably not on, on that list. But guys like JT have just perennially disappointed in that regard. They, I, I know they want it. I know they worked super hard. They probably have changed. They make their whole schedule around trying to peak for these weeks. And it's super easy to say, I wonder if they put too much pressure on themselves. But that's got to be a question that they ask themselves. Because I think Brooks sees all these tournaments as an opportunity to go out and prove how badass he is. And mm-hmm. I just, I get this almost like hopeful feel out of Rory JT of like, I hope it's there. I hope it's there. It's like, I hope things go my way instead of going out and taking it. Is that, am I one to some? Yeah.
0: No, I mean, we were, I, I mean, as a group on our Slack today, we were kind of discussing, it feels like, and again, we're kind of playing amateur uh, analysts, but it, it feels like when things don't go JT's way, it, it kind of spirals for them uh, maybe a little bit quicker and just more often than it does other guys, I, and and that might be unfair. I I don't know, but I, I I don't I don't get the sense from him that he you know it's like okay hey I made two bogeys whatever I'm I'm putting that behind me like like let's let's refocus and and go get it. It, it just seems like he's a little bit of a front runner when things are going well and he's hitting it well and he's playing well. Man, he's obviously among the best in the world. Uh, but when he just doesn't have it you know when he's just a little bit off it, it it doesn't seem like he hangs around like other guys are able to like a kepka maybe that is
1: yeah i mean it it he's had his fair share of rounds on the pga tour uh, where you know things have not gone great and he is battled back into it and stuff but it, in the majors it hasn't really hasn't really happened so apparently we're getting reports i'm trying to find the video here of uh uh Matt Wallace's caddy, or, or uh, sorry, Matt Wallace's caddy just snubbed Eric uh, Van Royen for almost decapitating him. Uh, I don't quite well, see it. It's Gareth Lord. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, if, if Eric didn't apologize to him right away, at least when he calmed down, then I would snub him too on the 18th green. Yeah. That, that was, I hope guessed. he apologized for that. That was yeah. bad. <laughs> um, We got to do speed,
1: but gosh, it, it feels like it's time for Boutros, Boutros, Trangali. Oh, my gosh.
0: I what what's more what's the bigger story the the 48 or coming back with a 34. I don't know. I think it's got to be the 48. Uh, yeah, he, probably. He made
1: a 10 on 16 and then a quad on 17. He I think yeah, he, and, I, he, and I think there was a triple in there too, wasn't there? He tripled number thir- 14. Yes, he did. So yeah. he played the last five holes 13 over par and the rest of the round 3 under. <laughs> After being in the top 10, like he was cruising along. So I was getting word that uh, Max Homa was paired up against him in, in the uh, matchups this week, and oh. Max was missed the cut, shot 10 over, uh, yeah. and Tringali, he was playing, and Max was done. Max played in the morning, Tringali was playing in the afternoon. Tringali was at three under, and then boots 13 shots back to the field to all of a sudden be tied <laughs> with Max in their head-to-head matchup, but he made two birdies coming in to win the matchup.
0: But gosh, oh. could you imagine if you were 13 shots cleared, you lost your bet? No, I I was I was legitimately like, is he gonna break ninety? You know, because I, things, if, if he kind of ejected mentally, it was like, man, he could have easily shot four or five over, and then you're yeah, you're flirting with that ninety marker. Um, un- unbelievable. There were that some, is, there were some bad rounds out there. I'm not
1: I'm not gonna embarrass any uh any club pros out there, but Tsukumi Kanaya had. He had a tough go there. He made a nine on 17 today as well. Uh, there was For a while, when the afternoon f- just started up, the guys that started on the back nine, they had a rough go because yeah. when I was touching 27, 28 miles an hour, at one point those five holes were playing something like six shots over par as a group of five. Now, Tringale and, and uh, Kanaya contributed greatly to that, but um, it ends up the wave, the two waves actually end up incredibly close. It, it was about a shot harder in the afternoon both in round two and in round one. Uh, so no real favorable draws at all. It's about was, as close as you could possibly have. I was wondering about that. I appreciate that. Um, oh, So somebody's saying that uh, his caddy spit towards EVR. Is that an actual thing? Can somebody clarify that in the comments? If that's the case, this might be something we need to discuss, but uh, <laughs>
0: it, I, it was inconclusive in the video I watched, but might um, get a fight. I've been dying for a good fight on tour. I have, <sighs> I, I, I feel like we haven't had one, and maybe like when's the last real fight we've had? I, I, that's what I want, especially in the PIP era. Come on,
1: yes. Uh, I, a couple of comments rolling in. I will absolutely embarrass uh, Omar. Uresti. Thank you for that. Thank you for reminding me on that. Omar missed the cut poorly. He uh, shot eighty two, eighty three. Had a truly abysmal putting week. Uh, he did n- he did nothing good this week. So we
0: will will that deserves a comment on that. Our um, guy. I don't want to embarrass him, but our guy Adam Long. Unfortunately, he got schlonged today. Yesterday, he did some schlonging. Today, he got schlonged.
1: The group scorecard, because he was in Tringale's group, uh, the group and the other guy in there, uh, Patrick Rada, Rada, was the last guy in their group. They had tr- that five hole stretch is a bloodbath like I've never seen in professional golf. I think there was one par between the three of them. They must have played it in 35 over par or something like that oh. in a five hole stretch. Just. Uh, Bad that energy. golf course, I dude, I want yeah. nothing to do with this golf course in that condition. Like sometimes but, I watch golf on TV and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to just see if I could get within ten of these guys. I want none of this, absolutely none of it.
0: Yeah, my my dad sent me a text today. He was watching. He's like, you 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 guys play Kiwa, right? He was like, it looks awesome. I love watching it. And I was like, yeah, it's much better to watch than it is to play. It, it's just hard. It, it it's one of those courses that just it kind of feels like a chore a little bit to play um and so I'm, I'm with you much rather watch kia
1: thoughts d- two days in um m kelly K- mk kelly pr says general question is the thoughts on course setup so far as well you as well as what you'd expect and what you personally want to see for the
0: weekend i'll hang up and listen um I, yeah i'll go first i i mean i kind of dig the leaderboard um i don't think it's unfair i again i i think I think the rough and the grass like it, it just it's hard for me to get over like I just feel like it should play like this links course but it, it it's not that and, and as soon as I kind of accept that I I like it. I mean it, it's got I I think with the wind you know there's some definitely some gettable holes, some really hard holes and if you hit a couple good shots on a really hard hole you're going to make a birdie and that's going to get you a stroke to a stroke and a half on the field. I I don't know. I I think it's just promoting You know, let's let's see who can hit the most golf shots. I've been really pleasantly surprised with Kiowa.
1: I'm ready to see a different wind direction, which I think we will this weekend. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to do Saturday, but Sunday they're saying the wind is going to change directions. I'm also excited for everyone to be going off the first tee. It's kind of hard to keep track of when, like, all right, this guy's on this side. He has the end of the wind and the downwind. And Now, once you get to the weekend, you know, the leaderboard starts to actually shake out and, you know, the pacing all makes sense, right? Because for a while there, those guys were on a tear riding the downwind and it looked like things were actually getting easy out there, but we knew they had that five hole stretch to come play on the way in. Uh, so I, it, it it's it's good. I, I don't want to be too hard on it. I think it's a good, refreshing change of pace from a lot of other setups. I hate what they did, did with the rough. Just like you said, it just seems kind of silly. I think they've, some of the most interesting, one of the most interesting holes, I think is number three, just how that that green sits perched up high, uh, with no short, you know, no long grass, no bunkers around it. And it's just it. some really interesting shots have to happen, both with how the wind is playing around the green uh, and how you're approaching that green. And it's just I don't know, it, it's it's solid. I hope it generates some excitement this weekend. I just don't want it to all be a a crash fest coming down the, you know, the final stretch and trying to figure yeah. out just, you know, a bunch of two putt bogeys and stuff deciding the championship. But, I just don't I think did. it's going to be fun.
0: No, I feel like somebody's gonna go, you know, one under through that stretch, and and probably win, right? Like somebody will play it well, and that person, you know, that that may be the difference. Uh, yeah, I did want to point out if if you want to, uh, you know, it was awfully soft this morning. I know that even got you a, a bit upset. We we saw some balls spinning off the green, and uh, it was the, the, the they must have dumped a lot of water on those greens it and by midday it made a lot of sense as to why because yeah. <laughs> when it when I saw that
1: wind meter get to 28 miles an hour and the like when Xander and Hovland and JT and all those guys went out in the afternoon and had to go that play that four hole stretch dead into the 28 mile an hour wind I was like dude that is that is tough as a tough way to start your day and so yeah this morning it was balls were were you know hitting and plugging and spinning back and all that but yeah I, I think we could very clearly see why that, that happened. They, they knew the forecast. They saw that and it got crisp as the day went along. I mean, you know, you could eke a ball onto the front of 11 green and it would go over. And there was a couple of seven as well. I mean, if you landed one a foot onto that green, it probably wasn't holding. If you were coming out of any kind of lie that wasn't fairway. Um, So it, and it was fair, you know, I I think it, I think it was Rory that was coming into, uh, into seven, the par five with iron from the fairway. And his ball held. And like Brooks is bounded on and held by, on by like a foot. It barely held on the back. And the greens were at least receptive enough to where you could hold a ball dead downwind, which I want to at least see. We talked about that last night. I want to at least see a really good shot get rewarded and hold the green. So I thought it was I thought it was fine. I had no problem with the watering of the greens. Um, it still just kind of comes down to the rough for me and narrowing the fairways just because if you look at, and I sent this to the group too, is like if you look at the first hole where that pin was today, like right in the front, the best angle was from the left rough. And it almost like I hate when your players are encouraged to not, uh, you know, try for the best angle. Like, of course, you want to miss that fairway left if you're going to miss it. But like the best spot to play from, you should have a, a, you know, you could put a hazard there or put a bunker there or something that kind of, you know, makes you think about taking that route, but I, it just, I hate like, you know, saying like, all right, you, this is where you'd want to come in from. We're going to give you the worst possible lie from that spot. That just seems kind of counterintuitive to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's all. I, I just, when you were talking there, I pulled up the, uh, the weather report for Kiwa. It actually looks like winds are fairly, they're calling for maybe fairly light tomorrow, like mm. five to 10. Um, so I guess we'll we'll keep an eye on that and then back up to like 10 to 15. But I always feel like that close to the coast, it always blows harder than. And 10 like, there is means a lot more than
1: 10 yeah. wing, wing foot, so, if you will. Yeah, just the no trees like it's going to you're going to feel it yeah. if there's any kind of wind. So, yeah, what um, yeah.
0: um, Can't putt. Can't make any putts, yeah. huh?
1: Z John 45 said, did Solly mess up Spieth's putting by telling him the grass was past Palom and not Bermuda? <laughs> I'll own that. Sure. Yeah, that's that's on me. You know, I wanted to at least have a couple days notice to know he wasn't going to go put on Bermuda here. But um, I I can relate to a lot of this, especially, you know, playing the past Palom at Jack's Beach down here. Like it's tough to make putts. I don't know how to explain it. The, I love putting Bermuda because you can. The way the grain works, like you can use that to benefit you. You can use it as a tiebreaker on putts. You can use it to make the hole feel bigger. And past palm, the hole just feels small for me. It, it just The grass grows straight up. Uh, they keep telling you there's grain in it. There's not grain in it. Um, I don't know why they keep saying that, but it just seems really hard to make putts on it because if you look really closely, the ball just kind of wiggles a little bit back and forth. And so if you're a little bit off with the putter, it doesn't surprise me to see he hasn't, you know, he's bricked a couple shorties, but he had just burned so many edges. Like if he was playing raised cups, which I think we should talk about that. I would love to see that at PGA. Uh, he would be very much in contention, which is not is not what we're playing.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right about pass I My only experience is really Jack's speech. And it's weird. Sometimes I feel like I can't miss. And it's like you just, like that ball's going in, which is a little bit more rare. And then I I, I do know what you mean, where it's like, man like god there's just something going on here and I, I don't feel confident that this ball is gonna like take the line that that i'm seeing um yeah it's too bad you know I, I don't know maybe maybe he comes out early tomorrow and and shoots a 67 and and you know sneaks his way into like the top 15 going into sunday but uh yeah just doesn't doesn't really have it's it. it it's not yeah. there
1: it's just not quite there. Um, Bryson was especially bitchy today here coming down the final stretch there he drove it into the left shit on 16 uh and as he's standing over his 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 second shot is like oh, i had a perfect drive i had a great drive sorry that was a 15th hole he's like i hit, hit a great drive hit a great drive and you know blaming the wind which wasn't even blowing really left to right it was blowing into uh for not taking his ball to the fairway and then hits a bad chip on 18 and uh i forget what he said called terrible golf course or something along those lines which Took wow. us 36 holes, but we got butthurt Bryson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I well, he made a hell of a par on fifteen too after uh chopping it out. I I I still god, I still think we're gonna hear from him this weekend. I feel like he's just in a good spot. Um I don't know. But maybe if he's you know if he's in his own head, uh maybe not. That you know, that little pitch on 18 was just uh just seemed like a little Stupid mental error there. Yeah, stupid golf, <laughs> stupid golf course. Uh, he did have a very scuzzy
1: drop on the eleventh uh, hole, where he drove it left into the shit and got T- Neil's favorite TIO relief into the sixteenth fairway. Which it, they didn't do a great job of explaining the whole visual and all that stuff. But that didn't quite fully seem right to me. I know it's he got a rules official, and technically that's what the play is, but. Something's got to be done about that, man. You 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 can't go into another fairway and get a clear line at the green on a par five.
0: Yeah, uh, what was it like? He got to drop into a different surface, right? Like that's well, it
1: was. It, I think the nearest point you could go, or I guess whatever direction he wanted to go uh, away, so the the bleacher or whatever wouldn't be in his way. So in, in, the surface doesn't matter. You can change surface, whatever right, the closest right, point right. where it's not in your line. Uh, and people were saying, like, yeah, it was still in his line, he just kept going until he got over into the fairway. Um, uh,
0: he didn't make birdie, well, thank you. There, I, speaking of T, TIO, I think it was, T, or maybe it wasn't TIO. I well, Lowry got a crazy um drop from the, the literal beach, didn't he? With that little yeah. like fence in his way,
1: I didn't know what was going on there. I called a rules official over and says, Is this part of the golf course? and he says, Yes, and he says it's uh, an immovable obstruction which immovable obstruction is if it is affecting your lie stance or swing, you get relief from it. And he immediately got relief. It didn't look like it was affecting all three. Maybe he was saying maybe on the follow through, he was going to hit it, but it didn't look like it to me. And he got immediate relief for that. That was, that was yeah. a nice image of him down on the beach. And they, they covered that one really well. He's not a, he's not a huge factor in the tournament, but it is, it was, it was a little, little scuss. He's T-19. He's not out of this tournament in any way. Yeah. But, uh, that that, that, was, that, that was fence is hard. not part of the golf course. Come on, yeah. give me a break. <laughs> it's it's literally like to retain the sand dunes, right? Yeah, like a, it, exactly. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I, I'm assuming that was decided on going into the week that that would be part of the golf course because the rules official did not seem to doubt it at all. But
0: um, can we talk about DJ? Dustin cool, Johnson. Yeah, that, that um, stat that they said first world number one to miss. Back-to-back cuts in majors since Greg Norman. I thought that was interesting.
1: Hmm. It's not been a good three months. We documented that going into this week, and we talked about it last night. But um, yeah, it's an official concern. I think at this point, you know, something something's not adding up. Right. He's withdrew last week with knee injury. Said he just wanted an extra week at home, and you know, got the rest and got whatever he needed. This was a literal home game for him on the on the coast of of Carolina and uh miscut six over par. It's just, it's a, uh, it's a little, it's disappointing with the dominance we saw at Augusta in November. And you know, the crazy awesome 2020 that he had, it is just a bummer to, to see him not take the step forward. Cause it always has felt like he should, if we're looking at careers, he makes more sense to have four majors than it does Brooks in Ooh, terms of their sure. overall production. And he's only, I hate saying disappointed with a guy only having two, but it looked like right. it was time for him to go on a run, and this doesn't look like it.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, right in the history of golf, he's exceptional. Right, two majors is wonderful, but I think he's deserving to be judged amongst you know the the best to play, and and I think it is disappointing uh, only having two majors. That's not to say he'll he'll stay at two majors, uh, but it's maybe looking feeling like a little bit of a lost year. But um, maybe you just need some time off and, and come back fresh.
1: S. H. Steimer says, How impressed is Randy by Higgs having 120
0: feet of made putts no. on 17 and 18? My gosh, that was so impressive. I was, I mean, that's 12 basketball goals worth of putts on two holes. That is unbelievable stuff there. Uh, <laughs> SVP yeah. was giddy. That was awesome. That was a great <laughs> he segment. was. I and credit to Higgs. I mean, he was his reactions are are awesome. He's just such a fun, easy guy to root for. Um, uh, that that was yeah, that was one of the, the highlights of the day there for sure. And Ch- I mean, not only that
1: stretch, I mean, Harry's sitting there at T twelve right now, going into major championship weekend. Um, that's awesome. That's his first major he's ever played in. So
0: I feel like there there are some guys um at that same T twelve one under that I'm like did, like, did you know Kokrak was was anywhere near uh, the lead? He's at one under. Um, who who else was uh, Neiman? I oh. have not see much of Neiman. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman. I had no idea Charlie Hoffman was playing this week, and did he's one under, well. tied for twelfth. Yeah. Which That's I'm a, assuming uh,
1: we'll, we'll see plenty of them. As of uh, Are tee times out yet? Can somebody chime in uh, here in the comments if they yeah, are? I don't check. F- I don't think they are quite out yet but
0: did the did the PGA Championship website did they take those stats away they had like all the good stats yesterday now I can't I can't find them they had like strokes gained for the whole field hmm. um
1: I've been using the the tour stuff that uh, yeah for for mine, which is usually works pretty good. It's pretty easy to navigate. Uh, that dude you met says, "Solly, will you apologize for female?" Absolutely not. I didn't pick him at all. I had nothing. You know, I he, he, I wasn't riding a Fenal streak heading into this. He's two over t thirty two. Why would I? What do I have for, to apologize for? Absolutely he's, not. He's got to look at a backdoor top ten this weekend. Oh eh, no, I'm not even betting on that. I mean, maybe top twenty, but it's this, this doesn't strike me as a female course. Um, BX Mog eighty eight. What the fuck happened with Corey Connors? Uh, he goes, who (laughs) owes me my hundred pounds, Solly or Corey? Is it a bullseye each? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. We we predicted them in the models. We said it wasn't sustainable. It was gonna make more putts. I give him credit. I think he made four birdies today. Uh, and you know he got in at a number at 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 two under that. I was like, when he finished there, I was like, you, I think he's gonna like two under by the end of the day. Sure enough, he's T seven. So. Yeah, he yeah, birdied out seven. of it. No, he birdied 11, birdied 16, birdied 7, birdied 9. He just had a lot of bogeys today. But a lot of people have bogeys. And every everyone has one bad round in a major. Like you know, Hopefully that was his for the week. Uh, we need him to finish in that top 20, yeah. which I feel very confident in. So I'm not
0: going to apologize right for that. Right there next to uh, Corey Connors. Is it time to start talking about Sungjae maybe? He's, he's officially loitering, I think. It's been a quiet little year for Sungjae. Uh I believe
1: I believe it was it was mentioned, uh, you know, behind closed doors that maybe he got too comfortable ever since he bought a house. He, he needed to be. He was hungrier when he lived on the road and played a lot better golf. Um, but yeah, he's right there at T seven, only three back. There's so many people within shouting distance. There's 18 dudes within four shots of the lead.
0: And so, I only, say, you know, he's a guy 23 years old. He he's a guy that you know we like I remember Max Homa saying just certain guys you talk to and you ask him, like, man, who who are among the most talented guys out there? And I feel like Sung name comes up, uh, you know, more so than maybe the regular fan would would realize. So uh, certainly wouldn't be a surprise or a shock if if he's around. I mean, he was runner-up at the Masters last November. But uh could be his time. could be a big breakthrough for him
1: moss dc given the difficulty in the afternoon our players teeing off earlier in a somewhat better position tomorrow than the leaders even being
0: five to six shots back
1: i'm gonna say I, no go ahead yeah
0: no no you go you finish
1: your thought no, i was just gonna say no like five to six the, the the influence of the course will not be anywhere close to five to six shots back i think you know there might be a little bit more opportunity early on but it's not going to be dramatic as far as i can tell with the forecast unless you're seeing something different than i am
0: oh the, the well yeah uh I, I almost think it lays like I'm, – I'm just thinking like 15 through 18, right? Um, it, it seems like the 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 leaders going off late, late, um, you know, the wind is still blowing, but it almost settles a little bit into the evening. Uh, I, I think the guys that get the brunt of the wind or whatever wind there will be are those guys that are going through 15 through 18 like mid-afternoon, uh, I, yeah. I think are, are maybe the – the guys in the worst spot. I, I think early and late are almost good. That that middle group is where it's like uh, that. If there is a lot of wind, that's where you're going to catch all of it. I'm pouring one out for Tringali. If you're seeing, for the guys <laughs> who went through there in the middle of the, afternoon. Hey, you know what? I didn't. I didn't even comment. I I appreciate you paying homage to uh, to the cat with your outfit today. What with the with the red. Was well, the red and the black hat? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's, it's I mean, a blue, hat. Like of it's blue. Oh, it's blue. it's blue. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I got it. It's okay. navy. It's navy. All right. Uh, I also want to pour one out for Rich Beam. Hell of a performance. Uh, missed the cut by two. I think he doubled the last hole to miss the cut by two. Went out and followed and did uh, on course coverage for Sky in the afternoon after barely missing the cut in the PGA. I love that guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything with Rom? Are we surprised oh, with Rom? Yeah.
1: Well, he got overshadowed. His own little meltdown today got overshadowed. He had a, you know, a throne club, tested the flexibility on another shaft, as Peter Burns said, uh, which <laughs> looked like he was getting ready to try to break one. And <laughs> my favorite was he, after he made a bogey, everyone was kind of applauding, and he like waved like, it off. He's, no, no, yeah, no, he, he's no.
0: He's like, don't I clap don't... for that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That was good. I, I'm all for that.
1: Uh, Oh, what's going on? AM Penwell uh, says just Brad Merrick
0: stuff, really. Or uh, have you gotten, has anybody mentioned to you that that Brad Merrick looks like you? I think one guy on Twitter didn't. I was like, dude, I I don't know. I feel like everybody would have been, or at least more people would have been telling me that had there been any resemblance. So I don't see it at all. I don't know what people are talking about. I know. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's obviously tongue in cheek. Uh, (laughs) He's fun. I mean, what a warm up routine. That, you know, that was the highlight of the day there for a while um uh, his his stretching routine on the range uh just a big dude i think six five six six just doing these crazy uh crazy warm-up stretches i i looked he's out of i think the club he's out of is around oakland california so i would never go against my guy george Gankis, but if i ever maybe am looking for a lesson i might have to fly out to oakland and get with my guy brad uh why
1: e. yang did get dq'd i don't know why i don't think we ever got any clarification on that if anyone has that love to know why but uh i think that's all i have in my notes uh so are you going with kepka then is that your pick going forward
0: no come on my heart picks phil i'm well yeah i i think if, if you were like gun to your head you have to pick somebody to survive who's going to win this weekend i would feel most comfortable picking kepka Okay, uh, admittedly, I, as many times as we forget about Kepka, when I said Louis was my pick,
1: admittedly, I kind of forgot about Kepka yet that, again.
0: That's <laughs> when I was like, "Really, Louis over Kepka?" Just
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that, that very much that deserves the McAtee, really. <laughs> uh, and if I could do one over, I would take Brooks. I mean, I I, I want to see Brooks win this. Uh, of all the guys up there, Phil I, Phil would be the best story, of course. We probably didn't even do Phil pr- the proper justice, but we'll have plenty of time to do that if he's still in this as of tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. Phil doesn't feel like a normal 50 year old. Like he's got, I I don't know. He's got so much talent still. It's really impressive. And I think that's what you're talking about is like just to be able to have that much talent at at age 50. But yeah, hopefully he sticks around one more day. It'll make for a hell of a fun Sunday.
1: Parker in the in the chat says, "How nice is it with no Nicky Faldo? I uh, hope you enjoyed it because Faldo will of course be around for the weekend. <laughs> he is apparently he's not he he can't do he can only do NBC stuff during the week. Apparently is why he we haven't seen them so far. But so well I, 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 it'll come to a screeching halt when he comes on tomorrow.
0: You know we're not really doing Amsterdam, but I've really enjoyed the ESPN presentation. Uh, the the main channel broadcast I thought was was good." i've really i thought they've done a great job with feature groups i've i've enjoyed it
1: it feels like a major championship feels like you're watching a sporting event that really really matters instead of a vehicle for ads and the difference in that is very very stark and why it's going to be hard to switch back on to watching pga tour as of next week so uh anything else before we wrap big guy um no i'm waiting for shit to pop off man it, it felt like yeah it kind of did a little bit there with van Roy at the end but i feel like we're due for some kind of crazy sequence tomorrow of some kind
0: well we got phil in the final group so he he's usually no stranger to weird and wacky uh so maybe that'll be it um yeah something
1: something's gonna happen tomorrow we know that so Thanks, everyone, for tuning in live from Kill House. We'll be back tomorrow night and back Sunday as well. Uh, I might sleep in a little bit tomorrow instead of waking up at 7 a.m. to watch golf for 13 straight hours. So, yeah, have yourself asleep. Hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, big guy. Take care, buddy. We'll see you later. Yep. Yep. Be the right club. Be the right
0: club today. Yes! Johnny, that's better than most how about him that is better than most better than most